Hello, this is Len Tengis welcoming you to the iPodcast AGCMO Weekly Podcast. In each episode, we'll feature information about a contractor, specialty contractor, supplier, contracting agency, owner, or legislative or regulatory issue pertinent to the construction industry in Missouri. We'll feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. Our guest today is Josh Marchalk. And Josh is the one key product manager for Milwaukee Tool. Josh, thanks for being with us today. Hey, Len. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, tell me a little bit, Josh, about what the one key product manager for Milwaukee Tool does. Definitely. Yeah. So one key is Milwaukee Tool's first digital product. And one key encompasses a few different aspects. Um, there's obviously the connected products, so our drills, our impacts, all the way up through electrical crimpers, press tools, as well as uh, our MX line as well. Um, and then the asset management side, so the ability to log any asset, any brand, bring those things into your essentially digital house for managing and maintaining all of your assets. So what the digital product manager does in that space is two things. They really advocate for the end user, so the people that would be using the software, um, and they make sure that the future of these digital products continue to look bright as we keep a pulse on not only some of the industry trends, but also some of the biggest pain points and problems that our users are, are facing today. What are some of those biggest pain points and problems that you're working to address? Some of the biggest things we're looking to address here are our productivity. We always we always kind of throw the big, the big P word up there, and there's so many different facets um, that you can use to attack that. From an asset management side, we just want to make sure we can do our best to help our users have the right things on the job site at the right time. So kind of having visibility and information about what is going on with your assets and where they are is critical to making sure that you can you can continue to get the things where they need to be, when they need to be there. So how does this work? What, what if I want to implement this program? What's different from what I might have now to what this product would provide? So off the bat, it's a free-to-use asset management program. So if you go to onekey.milwaukeetool.com, you can go ahead and sign up for free. The big thing is is we're built to more or less manage anything from a man-in-a-van, small shop situation, all the way up through you know some incredibly large specialty contractors and large-scale contractors as well. Um, so what you're going to see and what makes some of the things different is we know a lot of our competitors in this space have standalone asset management solutions, um, and a lot of our traditional power tool competitors make any of the same traditional power tools that you see on a job site today. What makes one key stand out in this space is the fact that those are both being built in-house here at Milwaukee. So you have the same manufacturers making best-in-class premium power tools. It's also the manufacturer and the developer of the software. So these things can interact with each other. The information that you're getting out of your products is showing up directly in your asset management program so I can see where these assets are, if they're moving, who they're assigned to, what job site they've been at, and for how long. So once I have this implemented, I would guess this is available from the C-suite all the way down to the project manager or the superintendent on the job? Correct. We have individual logins for anybody that is interested in joining in your organization. So you, we call our multi-user solution. Uh, so as long as you have an admin, the admin is able to do pretty much anything they want inside of the bounds of the software, but you can invite people to be a part of 
your one key account, and when you invite them, you assign them a role and grant them permission. So any any way down from uh, the person with the tool in hand on, on the job site all the way through the asset manager back at the tool crib, um, all the way through anyone in the C-suite that's looking for reporting, that's looking for any information about those products, spend any of the, the high-level information about what's going on with any of the assets that need to be managed. Now, what sort of data is kept about each tool? I would guess it probably somehow not only tracks location, but perhaps some sort of replacement schedule or asset management program here? Yep. So location is going to be the, the, the biggest and most apparent one. So we do have over 55 connected products. And one of the things that kind of strings across every single one of those is the ability to get passive Bluetooth updates. Um, so each one of those products has a embedded Bluetooth module that's communicating its location throughout our tracking network. Um, and when you get that back, it's going to automatically update the location that exists inside your asset management program. On the flip side, for any products that Milwaukee doesn't make yet or doesn't make that are one key yet, we do also have our tick, which is our standalone tracker. So you can take that standalone tracker, place it on any additional assets or any additional things that you want that Bluetooth location for. Um, you're going to be able to track as many things with those ticks as you want to you receive those updates as well. So, and once those things are all being tracked, you also have the ability to manage anything from service updates that you can set for a product. So if you have something like a torque wrench that needs to be calibrated once a year, you can set that service reminder inside of the product itself. But for some of our smarter products that we know have calibration intervals, so things like our electrical crimpers or things like our press tools, they come with their own built-in service intervals. So the product itself will inform the user, throw an alert up and say, hey, uh, you should consider setting a time to go get this thing serviced because it's, it's running low on its interval. For example, if you're a tool crib manager and you're looking to tool up a job site or send a press tool to a job, the press tool itself is going to be keeping track of kind of its progress through its interval, and it's going to be able to alert you. Maybe, maybe send a different press tool out or maybe send this to get serviced first so you're not sending something that's about ready to need, need service back out to a job site. So this is all Bluetooth embedded. So if I decide to implement this system... That's going to somehow automatically connect to the tools I have, to the, either the Milwaukee tools or to something else that I stick this Bluetooth on. Yep. So there is that, like you said, that embedded Bluetooth is, is a big part of, of the tracking location services. So the way that our app is structured, uh, as long as you're running the app on your phone and are granting the location services, you're contributing to the tracking network. Um, so as long as you're contributing to that tracking network as you start to listen and hear for those Bluetooth advertisements that are coming out of these products, um, you're helping establish locations for your company as well as for uh, any of the other one key products that you pick up while you're on site. And I'm sure you have the appropriate security built into this so that if somebody steals a tool or if something grows legs and walks off the job site, there's the capacity to track it as long as folks don't disable the Bluetooth. Yep. So, and that's even that's one of the additional pieces of, of functionality that strings across all fifty-five of those products is the ability to to lock it out if it goes missing or gets stolen. So, when you have the app, when you're managing it, you're already owning, you already own the product. You're going to be able to mark it as missing or stolen inside the system, and it alerts the tracking network to say, "Hey, next time we go ahead and see this product, lock it out in the background." And essentially, you've you've got an expensive paperweight. So, Josh, let me ask you a question. Obviously, Milwaukee saw a need here. Where did this need come from? Where did the germ of this idea come from to get you to where you are now? Yeah, definitely. It was a, it was a culmination of some of the improving technology that we were, in, we, we were encountering inside of, of the four walls here at Milwaukee, as well as the, the problem statements and 
the research that we participated in with our end users. So some of the things that we kept hearing back from, from the, the user feedback was, I don't know where my things are, and sometimes it's hard. I have somebody that says things are at one job site, but I have somebody else that's you know saying it's at another job site. How do I truly know where these things are? Um, and as a culmination with some of the emerging technologies in the IoT space, we were able to say, hey, there's, a, there's an opportunity for us here. There's a potential market here for Bluetooth-enabled technologies to let our users know where their products are. And it's not just locations as well. So when we launched in 2015, uh, we had a handful of products with some of the, the variations on tool controls as well. So it allowed us to build adaptable controls into our products to say, you know, things like a drill, you're able to change the speed to more readily adapt to the task at hand, um, all the way through the pushing and pulling of information coming out of a crimper. Um, as a crimper completes its action, it gives you a red light or a green light to say, hey, this reached full pressure or it didn't reach full pressure. And what you're able to do at the end of that is, is pull a report that says, here's my logged series of events from this product. So it tackles a few different angles on, on all some digital opportunity that says, I need to know where my things are, I need to know what they're doing, and I need to know if they're being used correctly. So the science has really come into the power tool market. This is not just Star Wars kind of stuff. This is real and it's available today. Yeah, definitely. It is It is real and, and it's here to stay as well. You know, that's one of the things that, that we're seeing here at Milwaukee is, is the emerging the emerging digitization of the job site from a few years ago is, isn't really emerging anymore. It's, it's here. There's a lot of new technologies that are showing up on site that are improving the overall safety, that are improving the productivity, um, and that are really digitizing a lot of the workflows that have been either manual or, or semi-manual for a very long time. Well, and I think as we're looking at something we read every day about workforce, this certainly helps improve productivity. I mean, to a certain extent, the, the kind of the, the mission with a lot of this is, is to facilitate the support of a lot of the people on site. The goal here is to make sure that the workforce that we have is pretty much as productive as we can, we can help make them. Right. You're uh, not so going to eliminate is, any jobs with this, but you're certainly going to make the people in the field as productive as they can possibly be. Exactly. We want to we make sure that they have all of the, the tools on hand, all of the, the resources available to, to be as productive as possible on site. And it also requires a more skilled workforce to understand how to work with more sophisticated tools. Sometimes it does, and, and, and sometimes it, it helps to facilitate a different type of skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, as a part of kind of the, the digital product management aspect, the goal isn't to create more difficult things to use. The goal is to kind of focus on the problems and the pain points, whether it's you know the asset management piece. The, the goal isn't to make a trickier asset management software program. The goal is to make an asset management program that brings value not only to the person managing the assets, but doesn't detract from the work being done in the field and also helps to drive top-line productivity, um, any of the big things that you look for you know, as, as KPIs in a, in a large company or, or as a contractor. Um, and the same thing with the tool controls piece. It's not always looking to introduce additional complexity. Sometimes there's some, some upfront complexity that goes into facilitating much longer-term rewards over the course of a job. And that's kind of the, the balance at hand is how do we, how do we come attack these problems and, and bring these solutions out of a complex state into something that's available and, and pretty simple to use. What sort of things do you see perhaps for the next generation of the one key product or where are you headed, you think, over the next 6, 12, 18 months with this? The information coming out of tools is, is going to continue to, to grow. You know, the, the IoT space is continuing to evolve. It's one of the, the most rapidly developing 
suite of technologies that exist in the world today. So the locations are only going to get better. The technology that's going into these tools is only going to get better. Um, and what you're able to find out of the work being done in these products is going to continue to increase. For example, we launched a product about a year and a half ago, the, the digital torque wrench, full on-screen user interface, full customization and control within the app, and digital reporting that, that says all of these things that I'm looking to torque have been completed within spec. Um, this space is going to only continue to grow as we start to look at you know, other types of products that are being used in critical installation or other types of products that are continuing to, to pull utilization information about how is this product being used. Um, the type of information that you, you can collect and, and glean insights from is going to be you know, something that continues to grow across our industry as a whole. And this is information that really helps you as a tool developer, but also helps everybody on a construction team understand what's going on. I'm sure this is all recordable data and data that people can keep on record to ensure that they're doing the best job they can for their customers. Definitely. And that's something we're seeing as well is more customers are asking for more information. More customers are asking for detailed reports on, on completed installation and what's done. Um, so that's something that we're, we're looking to help facilitate the ability to supply that. So whether it's information coming out of something like a torque wrench to, to kind of you know, value on the QAQC side, or it's more information coming out of a product that says, hey, I haven't been used on site for a week, two weeks, three weeks. Is this something that I could be more valuable somewhere else? Can, can you pull me off of site A and, and drive me over to site B where I can be of use today? Um, so there's a lot of different things that data and kind of the more data that comes out of these tools can provide, and it hits a myriad of, of different applications. I would imagine there are also some safety aspects to this. Yep, and a lot of that comes into the kind of the, the advanced technology going into these products. A great example of that is our 2806, our, our half-inch drill driver, the one key version has a built-in accelerometer that detects if there's like undue rotation that, that might damage a wrist. Um, so if it, if it detects that, it'll cut off. Um, so all the way down to the single tool uh, where it's going to cut power to the motor if it detects that it might be, you know, in a dangerous situation, all the way through the high level, how do we know that things were installed correctly? How do we know that these critical installations were done? What's our digital proof that the tool performed as well as the tool set it had to? And this, this thing was, was installed correctly. I think that's one of the, the big things on any job site. Safety is always first and foremost. And it's, it's something that you know, is always critical on the top of mind for any of the products that we're, we're putting out. So, Josh, repeat for me where I can go online to find out about this or download the app or where do I go next if I want to implement this? Yep. So we do have a, a mobile app available on the Android Play Store and the Google App Store. Um, so if you search for OneKey or Milwaukee OneKey, you're going to be able to download that. Again, like I said, land completely free. Um, otherwise, you can go online for an account creation as well at onekey.milwaukeetool.com. And the thing about our, our asset management program, as well as our connected tool products, is they are functional from uh, the mobile apps as well as as well as that website. So the, the onekey.milwaukeetool.com is going to have additional information about best ways to set up and, and best ways to, to start managing that inventory as well. So like you said, the future is here. This is not something that's coming. It's something I can implement for my team tomorrow. This is something that you can implement for your team tomorrow, correct. Josh, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I learn something every time I talk to somebody smarter than me, and it sounds like you and your team are keeping pace with where technology is going and helping us do a better job in the future. 
Well, thanks, Len. I, I appreciate the time today and, and look forward to future conversations. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO on almost any podcast platform that you use. We hope you do subscribe and continue to listen as we move forward with this important project for the construction industry. To access our prior podcasts, visit www.agcmo.org, not only for podcasts, but for additional information about AGC of Missouri.